Welcome back into the Rounding Third Podcast. I'm Nick. We have Harrison with us tonight. How are we doing, bud? Good. How are we doing, Nick? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, we got some stuff to get into, uh, free agent night and some other news. Uh, but first, make sure that you follow and like us on Facebook. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can also listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. So Harrison, leading off, you definitely want to give some shout outs here. Yeah, le- so leading off, I'm wearing the uh, Triple Crown Academy hat. I want to give a shout out to our to our our friend and uh former guest on the podcast, Anthony Delfonso, who was a big part of arranging and and putting a team together for that Lewis and Strong uh softball tournament they had this weekend, which was a huge hit. There's a great clip of Patrick Dempsey, he showed up for it and and it uh, looked like he ran out of an infield single. I thought he was going to blow a hammy when he was doing it. But uh, a really cool clip of that. But it was a great event. They raised a ton of money. Um, so I wanted to give our, our friend our friend of the show, Anthony Delfonso, a shout out uh, for his role in that. Great guy. Great human being. Great ball player. Um, always out there for his community. So shout out to Anthony and uh, Triple Crown Academy. Yes, absolutely. I mean, that whole event was just absolutely, I mean, watching it from afar, but like, I have the roots back home, um, yep. just seeing the whole, and I've been a big part of that softball community for years. Um, it was great to see everybody show out, and that tournament was huge. They had so many teams, and um, just the respect after the tournament, too. Like, everyone took the field, um, and for 18 seconds, they just cheered and applauded. Like, I mean, that's what Maine is, and, like, I try to explain it to people around here about what kind of community Maine is. Like everyone is one degree away from knowing everyone. Like it is, it's really that tight statewide. Um, And to see that event was just absolutely incredible. Um, So thanks to everybody that put in their time and effort to get that together. But that was, that was pretty amazing. Yeah, Yeah. it was awesome. It was awesome. And it's the softball community up here is deep. Um, I've played, I've played a couple of seasons and, Although I'm not a regular, you know, you get in there and everybody pulls you right in and it's a, it's a great community, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Anthony for his role and helping put that together. Cause that's a, it's a big deal. Yes, it's a big deal. Ab- absolutely. All right. We are going to try our best here at predicting where all these free agents are going to go. So we have about the top 20. There are a few missing. You'll probably see some names that are missing on this list, but we don't want to sit here for four hours and try to do it. Um, so we're going to share the screen, see what we can come up with. But And if you guys disagree with us, you are more than welcome to enter the chat and disagree. We'll talk about it. Um, but we're going to make our selections live here. So, again, you are more than welcome to come on and disagree. Um, but... Here we go. So starting off so with the also, big one. Also known as we're going we're gonna to get these wrong live in front of all of you. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, Harrison, I'll give you the first go at Shohei Otani. Where is he going? <laughs> I, I, I'm convinced it's the Dodgers or the Giants. I'm still going Giants. I feel like the Giants will do whatever they have to do to land a, a marquee free agent because they've been shut out. So you're going Giants. I'm going Giants. I think it's Giants or Dodgers. But I'm going Giants. All right. So the the Giants are in for the pick Harrison's is in. pick. Uh, I I hate this to my core. 
I I, I really do, but I, he's he's going to LA. Huh. So that's, you've got the other side of it. All right. I do. I mean, the rumors coming out that the Cubs have entered the chat here. Um, and there could be some, some sleepers here. I, I don't really know, but Dave Harrington says the Yankees, let's I mean, go. It's possible. The Yankees, the Yankees need everything. I mean, the Red Sox. Need everything <laughs> too. Yeah. I mean, it really is. It's such a coin flip with him right now. Like he's been sort of quiet. You just hear teams yeah. being like, oh yeah, you know, this team's now in the lead. This team's now in the lead. It's like, okay. Everybody but the Royals and the A's are in on this. Well, and I like, saw the funniest video the other day. It was it was that stupid singing meme going around. Yeah, yeah. But it was like all the contending teams, and the last one was the Oakland A's. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like right. I love it. Uh, the Mariners have entered the chat. I mean, I mean, you could literally go anywhere. There's probably five months I'm not even looking at. Probably Detroit, Oakland, Kansas City. Um, I probably won't go to Cincinnati. Tampa. Oakland, Tampa. Although Tampa said that they're in on him, but I I just don't know. I yeah. When was the last big free agent those guys signed? I I couldn't tell you. But right. I'm going here. I'm going with uh Yamamoto. Again, hate this pick to my core. But he's going Yankees, I think. Boy, you're just like you're just like gut punching yourself. This whole thing, this whole thing, huh? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to be a little bit more realistic about it than than not, but yeah. All right, I I got Yamamoto to the Red Sox. Really? I think I think Yoshida. I think the draw of Yoshida. I think uh, the Red Sox desperately need talent everywhere. I think Yamamoto goes to the Sox. Interesting. All right. Uh, go ahead, Blake Snell. Blake Snell. Think? Blake Snell goes where Otani doesn't. If Otani goes to the Giants, Snell goes to the Dodgers. If Otani goes to the Dodgers, Snell goes to the Giants. So in my case, I'm t- I'm sending Snell to the Dodgers. Okay. Because my pick of Aaron Nola kind of goes. I think Blake Snell ends up in Philly. He's going to demand a little bit less money than Aaron Nota. Aaron Nola, Nota, Nola. I think I think he ends up uh, with the Phillies. That's my prediction there. Not a bad um, choice. I think he could also end up in Atlanta. Um, there's there's a lot of different go, but I think Atlanta and the are Blake Snell's top priorities. I would love to see him in Boston. Yep. Uh, the Yankees will make a run yeah, at him, like you know. They and, I mean, the I, Dodgers, I really Dodgers thought... pick isn't. Go ahead. No, and I think I think it's because I think Kershaw retires, and I think that's why Snell slides in there. But yeah, um, I like. Well, I I really thought I was leaning towards Snell to the Phillies too, and I think we'll get to Nola, but I think that decision will change it. I really like the idea of Snell going to the to the Braves, but when they picked up Charlie Morton's option, there's not really a place for another. 20 plus million dollar a year pitcher on that in that rotation unless you're going to let somebody go um so i i think pick, picking up charlie morton's option for for me really changed what atlanta's options are yeah i mean they they did not pick up eddie rosario's which that gives True. them some money to play with but you're right i mean kind of that 20 million dollar option for morton was kind of a head scratch 
factor for yep. me too. I mean, he's sitting at what 38 on the, the back end, like, and he yeah. wasn't spectacular. I, I mean, I, I would rather have picked up Joey Votto's $20 million option than Charlie Morton's. Let's just put it that way. So, Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. All right. hundred percent. Um, Cody Bellinger again. I hate this, but this is my pick. Yeah. For me, Bellinger is either the going to the Yankees or the Cubs. I really thought uh, the twins, I really thought the twins would make a run of them. All signs are the twins are going to lay low this off season. They're not going to make a lot of changes. Huge surprise. Um, so for me, I'm going to go with Bellinger staying in Chicago. That's a, I think, that's a really solid pick. I was I going think they back like, and forth between them. Yeah. And I, I, I agree with you. I think if he doesn't go to the Cubs, he goes to the Yankees. So I, I feel like we're kind of flip-flopping here with the options, but <laughs> I like the idea of Bellinger running it back with that group. That's that came so far together. I mean, and now they got the best manager in the history of baseball and Craig council, who knows what'll happen. That's right. Morgan's like, he can come on back and, and listen, the, also the other team for Blake Snell that I was really kind of going back and forth with was the Cubs. I think the Cubs could make a pretty good run at Blake yeah. Snell here too because you lose Stroman. Um, we'll get to him in a little bit. Um, but I think Blake Snell also fits in Chicago there. So, I, I mean, there's a couple teams that, yeah. you know, these are just obviously <laughs> wild stabs in the dark, but we're going to – we're gonna try our best here but we're working with what we got here yeah the cubs with bellinger i think that's a that's a pretty solid pick harrison i, I think he could resign he loved it there he you know kickstarted his career back um had a great year for them so i think that's a that's a solid choice yeah and i i feel like i feel like there's part of him that wants to stay there but i think cody bellinger he reclaimed his career this season he's gonna go get paid and yeah if the cubs aren't the team to pay him he's got no real loyalty there so we'll see yeah. All right, um, Aaron Nola. Uh, for me, this is kind of a brave pick. <laughs> Pardon the pun. Um, oh. But it's between him and the Cardinals. I think the, the Cardinals. Um, oh, Morgan thinks the Cubs are going to offer Nola to replace Stroman. That would also be a decent decent spot for him, too. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I'm going Braves here with Aaron Nola. The, the pitching for the Braves is what – they needed going down the stretch. They just didn't really have it. They have some young guys that are very good, um, but Nola could really solidify that staff for them. The only thing that I'm kind of going back and forth on is like, will Nola sign with a division rival? That's the only thing I'm kind of like question mark on. I don't know if he would, um, but if the Braves open the checkbook enough, it's not going to matter, you know? Well, yeah, I think this is a guy who's going to go get paid. Um, yeah. And I think he likes where he is, and I think he wants to run it back with that group. And um, I I heard a really interesting story the other day that the that the team pursuing Nola the hardest right now is the Orioles. The Orioles are looking for a front-line, dependable, rota- top-of-the-rotation kind of guy. I don't know the Orioles can pull that out. I, I think the Braves are going to kick the tires on him. I think the Cubs are going to kick the tires on him, but I think that Nola is going to stay in Philadelphia. You you think so, huh? I think I just I, I don't I don't see him leaving. I feel like the Phillies like him. They like what he's like what he can do. They like what he's done. He fits in well. He he's that team has been so close twice in a row. Why go somewhere else and start over? 
Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I saw reports for like the money that he wanted. The Phillies weren't going to give it to him. Like he wanted like seven and 300 million or something like that. So, yeah. And I think that uh, here's, here's what's interesting. I think, I think Noel's going to have to decide, do you take a little bit less money and stay where you're comfortable with a team that's good, that's going to be good for a while? Or do you chase a few extra bucks and basically start over somewhere else? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting one. But, yeah, I think my Braves pick's a little out of left field here just because it is that rival. But the the Braves, are, I think, are going to spend they are. money on a on a big arm here in yeah. this offseason. They know that's their And if spot. I'm the Braves, I'm going to go up, I'm going to go to spring training with seven starters just knowing I've got insurance. Yeah, a thousand. <laughs> and if I'm going to DFA somebody or turn Charlie Morton into a long reliever, well that's the way, that's the route we go. Yeah. Although you can always trade all starting right. pitching, there's always teams that are begging for it. Facts. All right, here we go. Josh Hader. Phillies. Phillies. After the Kimbrell struggle, they are going to go. They're going to overpay for Josh Hader. That okay, that organization is so damn determined right now to get to the World Series and win it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm going to go a different route here, and it's because we saw, even though they won the World Series, their bullpen is oh. in shambles. I'm actually, I'm actually going to go Rangers. Oh, Morgan Hader to the um, Astros. Okay. That's not a bad one, too. They're losing a couple arms in free agency Presley, there, and it gives, them, still it there, gives right? them a left-handed. Presley's still there, but it gives them a lefty yeah, in the bullpen. Me. They don't have a single lefty in the bullpen, which is absolutely insane is bizarre. to me. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Um, I can see I can see Hater to the Astros. Yeah. I can see Hater to the Rangers. I can see Hater to the Phillies. And I think those are probably... I think I think Rangers Phillies are probably your two most likely destinations. Um, I think the Yankees will kick the tires on them, but yep. their bullpen's kind of in flux, and I'm not sure how they're going to shake that out. I also could see a team like the like the Giants making a call on him too. Yeah, I, I think relief pitchers are really hard to to guess where they're going to they go because every team needs needs bullpen. Help. Oh my goodness, like, so bad. Even if you have a good bullpen, like adding another arm like Josh Hader only helps. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Interesting one here. Sonny Gray. Does he move? Does he stay in Minnesota? What What are your thoughts on this guy? Everything I've read has basically said that the Twins are not going to do much. Um, they kind of did what they, they kind of did what they could. So I, I'm of the opinion there's probably three likely homes for Sonny Gray. I like Sonny Gray to the Red Sox. I like Sonny Gray to the Yankees. I like Sonny Gray to the Braves. I only like Sonny Gray to the Braves because he's going to be cheaper than Nola. And I don't think the Braves can necessarily commit that much money. So I'm going to say Sonny Gray to the Braves with the Red Sox likely being the runner-up. All right. So the Boston Braves is what you're going with. <laughs> there you go, Boston Braves. I'm going to hedge my bet. I like it. <laughs> yeah. And Morgan, you know, Morgan, Sonny Gray feels like a Red Sox signing. He does. He's a... Low risk, dependable, number two. Yep, uh, and actually, I'm I'm going that route. Everything I've read, people say that he's going to go back to the Twins, but I the Red Sox are going to make a move for a starting pitcher. They, they have, have to. to. 
They have to. They have to. And I, I am a thousand percent in here with Morgan. I think it's the Red Sox. Um, and then this is obviously all depending on where Otani goes, right? Everyone's waiting 100%. for Otani. Everyone's waiting for Otani to sign <laughs> and set the market, and then free agents going to be insane. Like if Otani goes to the Dodgers or the Giants or the Red Sox or the Angels, every one of our potential picks here changes based on where he lands a, a thousand percent that's what's going to make totally. this so hard and no one's going to sign until he sets the market yep. it's we would have already had one or two signings so far and we haven't so yep. like it's 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 going to happen so yeah all right jordan montgomery where does he go harrison uh, so i i think there's four likely destinations for jordan montgomery and i'm gonna i'm gonna cop out on this one but I think for, I don't hate that pick. I don't think the Cardinals are going to do it, but I feel like the four likely destinations for Montgomery are going to be the Giants, the Cubs, the Red Sox, and the Rangers. And I think in the end, he goes back to Texas. He runs it back after winning after winning a ring um, and becomes the kind of the centerpiece of that. All right. You want to scroll... I, Oh, I don't. I don't disagree with Morgan. I think the Cubs are gonna. The Cubs are gonna get somebody. I just don't yes. know who, and I'm not confident enough to say they're gonna get any of these guys. But they will get somebody. They're gonna have to get somebody. Yeah, I think. I think they're gonna go after Snell hard. Like if I could change my Phillies pick, I probably would go back to the Cubs. I was going back and forth, um, yeah. but the Phillies are gonna end up with somebody there. So. Yep. All right, Tim Anderson. This is my guess. Um. There's rumors out there that are saying the Braves are in the mix for him. I I don't know why. Tim Anderson's coming to Boston, baby. God, please no. No, I swear I I my that's my, my pick. Tim Anderson to the Red Sox. They like him. They like these reclamation projects. And uh I think he'll play second base. Sure. This guy was a former silver slugger winner. If they can rehabilitate him. It would be a monster achievement. Yeah, I, I mean, and he'll get some protection in that lineup. He's a righty bat to break up the middle. <laughs> Morgan, um, he'll go somewhere useless yeah. like the Mets. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I I like yeah. it. I like yeah. it. All right. Um, Marcus Stroman. I got an interesting take here, but I think he goes back to Toronto. Oh, all right. All right. I like that. I don't, with, I don't hate that pick at all. With Manoa being non-existent, and I, I think they need some some more starters there. I think he ends up back in Toronto. All right. I, I think... I like oh, that one too, Morgan. Strong to Arizona. Yeah. So I, I think Morgan and I are on the same wavelength because I, I think there's a few landing spots for Stroman. I think Stroman either ends up with the Diamondbacks. I think he ends up with the Padres. Mm. Um, I could see him ending up with the Cardinals. But I think in the end, he ends up with Arizona or San Diego. And I'm going to go Arizona. All right. And I I think it's, I I don't think the market for Stroman is going to be as good as he hopes it is. Because his second half was so bad. Yeah. He was so bad in the second half. Yeah, I can see the I can see the Cubs talking to him, but I I just don't think they're going to want to ride that roller coaster again. Yeah, I agree. 
All right. JD, does he, I, I think personally he stays in LA. I think he's comfortable there. Um, he kind of had a bounce back year. I, I'm saying he's staying with the Dodgers. I really haven't heard much about him in this offseason to see where he's going to go. But the, on, I, the only problem with that, and so JD Martinez for me is a hard one to pick because if Shohei goes to the Dodgers, JD Martinez has no spot. Right. If Shohei goes somewhere else, I think JD Martinez goes back. So in my scenario where, where Shohei goes to the Giants, I think they resign JD Martinez. Okay. So I think in your scenario where, where Shohei goes to the Dodgers, JD ends up with somebody like the Padres or, you know, maybe the Mariners, he becomes a bat for hire. Yeah. See, my my whole strategy behind this is to just put Dodgers and Yankees and, you know, <laughs> and you're bound to get a couple right. Ex- exactly. So <laughs> Morgan um, like Morgan thinks he goes to the Angels. Not a bad choice. Nope. And he stays in that LA market. And yeah. Not a I bad mean, choice. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. Um, what do you think about Matt Chapman? D-backs. I've been saying that for months. I think he goes to the D-backs. They need a third baseman so bad. God, God love Evan Longoria. Um, but I think he, that the D-backs need that cornerstone, middle of the lineup, third baseman. He's the guy. They need him badly. Yeah. I'm, I'm bouncing back and forth. I read today that possibly the Giants are on the tables for him. Um, Not a bad place either. With the Diamondbacks, it's interesting because they do have um, Emmanuel Rivera there behind hmm. Longoria, yep. and and he played pretty well in the in the postseason. Chapman feels like Seattle to Morgan. That's not a bad choice either. Um, not not a bad. I just with Seattle, they just don't they don't have much of a budget. No, and Chapman and just, won't be cheap. Yeah, they just don't seem to make a huge splash in free agency either. So I just I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm gonna. Just for the sake of a different pick here, I'm I'm gonna go Giants. Um, I like it. I like the yeah. pick. I mean, I, I think the Giants are a good team. I think I think Chapman's gonna have a lot of West Coast suitors. I think that you're going to have. I think the Giants are gonna be interested. I think the D-backs are gonna be interested. I think you're going. I think I think the Mariners will kick the tires because that'd be a good fit. But I don't think they can afford them. I think the Angels are. I mean, obviously Rendon is there, but I think the Angels are going to kick the tires on him because Rendon may need to move across the diamond to stay healthy. Um, Rendon needs to just move off the diamond. Well, there's that too. Uh, I could also Brutal. see it. I could also see a team like the, you know, the Red Sox kicking the tires on a guy like Chapman and just telling Devers, "Hey, you're going to be a DH, buddy, because you're you suck at third base." Yeah, I, he has gotten better defensively. Yeah, as and, he's still in the bottom third of the league. He's still not a good again, third baseman. Yeah. He, he's he's serviceable but for how much longer? Yeah. You know, that's again, going back to this, the whole Otani domino, right? Cause it right. like really does make a difference. Oh, it changes if Otani everything. comes to Boston by any chance, then there's no, right. There's no way changes everything. that's going to happen. So. All right. All right. This is an interesting one here. Jorge Soler. This is, I have a tough time placing Soler. I, I heard a report that that the Brewers were looking for a bat. Um, I could a guy like Soler might fit there. Miami still needs offense. I think they'd be crazy to let the guy walk away. Um, I don't. I mean, there's really not a lot of other other homes for him other than that. Like a guy that is so clearly a DH only has so many places he can go. So, yeah. I'm going to say Soler back to Miami 
And if not Miami, he ends up in Milwaukee because they need a bat. All right. Okay. I'm going to kind of go out of left field here and follow follow me for a minute. I'm, I'm in. Verdugo Verdugo's on the trade block, and, yep. and it's been very apparent. Very. So there's going to be an outfield spot. Duvall is also a free agent. I think he goes back to Atlanta ultimately. Where he wants to And be. I think the Red mm-hmm. and I think Solaire comes to Boston. Can he play right field at Fenway though? Um they'll find a way. <laughs> I I think he could, I, honestly. I think the only he's a serviceable outfield. He is. The only problem you've got is that you've got Yoshida's not great defensively. You hide him in you left. You hide him in left. Like, you still hide Manny. You can do that. Um, Duran, obviously, is spectacular in center field. And Verdugo was so good in right field. And that right field, you misplay a ball in that, in that right field. It rolls freaking forever. So Yep, agreed. I, I think that but, Solaire, I, I would not hate Solaire in, in Boston, for the record. Um, I think he's better suited as a DH, but he is a serviceable outfielder. Yep. Um. And I think that's what you could do. You could kind of platoon him and Yoshida yep. um, in the DH hole, in the in the outfield. The rumors are that it's going to be a Verdugo for Glaber Torres. I've up, seen that. Like I've for, seen that a lot. I, I don't. I don't. So I don't hate it. But. That gives you that gives you your second baseman. It does. And it and it gets and opens up an outfield spot. It does. So. There's uh, that's that, my that's my thought there. That story has gotten a lot of legs the last couple of days. Yeah, it's, a lot. It's an interesting one for sure. I don't, I don't hate it. Glaber Torres is a talented guy. I don't, I don't know why the Yankees would trade him in the division though. But yeah, that, that's, and I mean, I mean, the Yankees are hard up for outfielders. That's true. I would really hate to I see. Mean, I would really, really hate to see Verdugo in a Yankee pinstripe uniform. Yeah, that would hurt a little bit. All right, Clayton Kershaw. I mean, there's two options here, right? It's Dodgers. That's or it. Retire. Dodgers or retire. So, so what are what are your thoughts here? I mean, I think he retires unless he really feels like he's got something to prove. So I'm I'm gonna go retires. I think he retires. I don't know why he'd come back. He's got nothing left so, to prove. Here's my thought. I think he could possibly come back for one more run because Julio Urias was out all year, Walker Bueller was out all year. Yeah. You know, you have some question marks in the pitching. Does Kershaw come back for try one more run? Morgan says Kershaw to retirement. I agree. I think Kershaw retires. I don't know why he would do anything other than that. Yeah, and I, I totally agree, Morgan. I don't see him going anywhere. Why would he? He's, he's going to be a Dodger. He wants to be a Dodger. He want, doesn't want to go anywhere but L.A. I don't think the Dodgers necessarily want or need him back. And I think because of that, he will retire. The Dodgers are going to say, thanks for the memories, Clayton. We don't really have a spot for you. You know, maybe it's best you don't come back. I look at Clayton Kershaw kind of like Joey Votto with the Reds. I think the, the the Reds basically told Votto, we love you, but we just can't give you the playing time you deserve. I think the Dodgers are going to do the same thing. We love you, Clayton. We just can't give you the start you, you, you need, you deserve. Clayton's not going to go anywhere else, so why would he continue? Morgan, totally. I, I, we're going to get to this later in the show, but I, I have been screaming for like a year that Bauer needs to come back and he's going to, I don't think he's going to come back to the Dodgers. 
He'll probably go to some second tier, third tier market. But Bauer will be back in Major League Baseball, and he will be as ridiculous as always and as opinionated as always, but he will be. And I, I just, I'd love to know where, but I think it's going to, it's going to require a, I don't know, a team with some guts to bring Bauer back. Cause the, the dude got completely and utterly hosed in this whole legal thing. He got targeted. He got robbed of his, of his career, but I do think he comes back. I'd love to see him come back to LA, but I don't think they'll take him. They've already been part of that circus and they were really arguably complicit in getting him out of baseball. So I can't imagine he'd even want to go back there if the option presented itself. But I could see a team like, I don't know, the Giants or the Cardinals who are desperate, or I could see maybe even the Cubs giving him a chance to come back and prove what he can do. You know, an incentive-laden, heavily incentive-laden contract, a prove-it type deal, come back, show us you can actually do it. I could totally see that plan. Morgan, that's perfect. The Astros would totally do it. People, the Astros are probably the least liked team in baseball. They don't care about what anybody thinks about them. Bauer would probably fit in well there. A lot of veterans who would welcome him in and kind of help rehabilitate his image. But I could see, I could totally see the Astros doing it. Rangers could do it too. Rangers could get him on the cheap, slide him in the fourth or fifth starter spot, and let him just kind of ride it out. He's definitely he's coming back because he was so after his first few bumpy starts over in uh, overseas, he was so good. Fastball velocity was actually up from where it had been. Having a year or two off does that. But his fastball velo was up. His breaking pitches were sharp and he was almost unhittable towards the end of that season as he got more innings under his belt. Um, So I, I think an MLV team absolutely takes a flyer on him and we see him back Morgan totally. His fastball velo is up. He's going to come back on a revenge tour and make the whole league make the whole league just absolutely embarrassed by what he can do. You, you don't want to take a guy with his kind of personality and his don't care personality and his don't care about anything and don't care about rules. You don't want to give a guy like that any kind of fuel because he will absolutely come back more pissed than ever with a with a reason to shove it up the league's hoo-ha and he will come back and he'll he'll win 20 games he'll win a Cy Young and he'll pick up that Cy Young award and just, and just smile and laugh at everybody saying I told you so because he got absolutely robbed of really probably his two best years uh, age-wise you know his two best prime years in that whole disaster it's just not a not right and i've consistently said that from day one i feel like he got hosed i feel like he's going to get a chance or should get a chance i think he's going to get one he's going to come back with all kinds of all kinds of reasons to go on a revenge tour and show the league exactly why they can't afford to lose him oh morgan this one hurt this one breaks my heart a little bit i love joey Votto. i i have a tough time thinking of joey Votto as anything but a cincinnati red i hate joey Votto not being in the league more than anything so I'm with you. I could see Joey Votto signing somewhere as a DH or a platoon type guy to try to get his ring, to try to make a run. I just, I hate, hate, hate the idea of that guy anywhere but Cincinnati. But at the same time, I hate the idea of him being out of baseball so much more that I'm willing to open up another idea. Houston would be good. 
Texas would be good. He'd be great. He'd be so good, so good for a young team like a Seattle, like a Cleveland, um, like a like an Arizona. Like he'd be so good on a young team, a young, up and coming team, to give them a real shot in the arm. And uh, I just, I hate Joey. Votto. I hate the thought of being of Joey Votto being out of baseball. I do want to see that guy win. I agree. I want to see. There, there's nobody in baseball that is a better ambassador of the game than Joey Votto. Joey Votto is everything that's good about baseball. He engages with the fans. He's played clean. He's energetic. He's happy. He's been great at, at, at promoting the game. There's nobody better for baseball than Joey Votto. Like, if if nothing else, MLB needs to like create an ambassador position for Joey Votto where he does nothing but go around the, around the country spreading the gospel and the love of baseball because that's who he is. Uh, yeah. He's our Cal Ripken. He is the modern day Cal Ripken. I, I I'll give you that. He's the guy that he, fans fans show up to see Joey Votto play, not because of the stats he puts up but because he's just so damn likable. Like he's just such a great guy. He's such a baseball guy. He's, he is the most human the most, yeah, you, exactly. Universally loved. There you go. Universally loved. He's the most universally loved guy in baseball. I mean, he does TikToks with the kids. He talks to the fans. He tells jokes. Like he's throwing them. He's throwing baseballs to him. He's he is so colorful and so animated. And the thought of losing that guy is painful. It's MLB has to find a way. So let's say he hasn't signed anywhere and he's done. His playing days are over. MLB has to find a home for him somewhere in, in the league. And if they've got to create a job, create a position, something, they need to find a way to keep him around. Because nobody has done more for baseball and the engagement of baseball and getting kids involved in baseball and making it fun than Joey Votto. He is basically a kid out there. And that's what everybody wants. And we're back. Sorry about that. The uh, the website that we use just completely kicked me out and then wouldn't let me back in. So it's that backwoods North Carolina internet, dude. I mean, yeah, most likely. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you want to pull right. up the free agent sheet here as we were rudely interrupted? Okay. All right. All right. I, I have to ask. I have to ask you because Morgan and I were talking about this while you were gone. Okay. Joey Votto. Yes. So Morgan's like, I Morgan said he could see him coming back for like one more year with like the Astros or the Rangers making a run to the World Series ring. How do you feel about that? I don't know, man. I I feel that he wants to be a red for life. If the Reds don't offer him a couple more, you know, a lower deal other than that twenty million dollar option. I think he just straight up retires. Um, it's a good debate because I don't know. I'm sure he would love to win a ring, but it's kind of also a roll of the dice of where he goes, which team would offer him a spot to actually go and compete. Because he put up decent numbers when he came back from his injury. He did. He did. I and just, obviously, you know, just because you make the playoffs doesn't mean you can win the World Series. Exactly, as you saw this year. So I don't know. Joey Votto is an interesting one to me. I think he either stays a red or retires. He's kind of in this Clayton Kershaw boat for me. Um, so as I was saying before, I was yes, yes, Morgan. Off. Yep, he's, I, he's, he needs to be an ambassador of some sort. 
They need I to like, create a job for him. Completely agree with that. Thousand yep. percent. Um, All right, Clayton before, Kershaw. Yes, before I was rudely kicked off by this platform we use, um, with the question marks in the Dodgers pitching staff, especially this year, and not not knowing what they're going to have next year, I think they could bring Kershaw back for one more year. Low money, low risk. If he gives you innings, he gives you innings. I think he's going to make one more run with the Dodgers. And then again, especially if Otani goes to the Dodgers, that gives them a little bit more um, spunk towards the offseason here. So I'm I'm saying he re-signs for one more year. Yeah, just don't don't just don't give him any playoff starts. It, exactly. So that's my thought there. Okay. Eddie Rodriguez. What are your thoughts on him? I don't know. I, I've got I honestly, one. what's your thought? He goes back to where it all began. All right. I've heard, I've heard three landing spots for Eddie Rodriguez. I've heard Boston. I've heard Baltimore. I've heard Cincinnati. I, I would be shocked to see Cincinnati offer a big money to anybody. Um, but I think the question becomes, what's the market for Eddie? That's going to dictate where he lands. I'm going to... Yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Boston. I'm going to say he comes back to the Red Sox. Okay. I don't love it, but I just... I don't know where to... I don't know where to put him. Like, I don't... I don't know how big the market for him is going to be. Yeah, I think it's very limited too, but I think he goes to Baltimore. Baltimore is going to look for a top-end starter. They have young pitchers there that are good, they're decent, they're going to develop, they're going to look for a veteran, and I think that's where he goes. Yeah, I mean, not, also not a bad choice there. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I just, <laughs> I look at Eddie Rodriguez and I'm like, does he is he a difference maker? No, not really. Um, he's a middle-of-the-rotation kind of guy. He's a three starter maybe a two on a bad team um he's got history in boston i don't know i, I have a tough time placing him because he's just not a. he wasn't great in detroit yeah he had that like year where he just like took personal leave like i don't know what i don't know what to make of him yeah i don't either but i think he ends up in baltimore personally but i also wouldn't be surprised if he ends up in boston so yeah well, I think the Red Sox wanted to keep him. They just weren't willing to pay him that kind of money because they knew he wasn't worth that kind of money, and basically his stint in Detroit proved it. Yep. Agree. All right. Young Ho Lee. He is a Korean guy that's coming over. Um, not a lot of people have been talking about him, but he put no. up some gaudy numbers in Korea, and he's you know due to come over. Um, my thoughts on him is the Chicago Cubs is, I think, is where he ends up. Okay. He's um <clears throat> that's a one out of 30 guess there. I was going to say he's he there's the only reports I've heard have have kind of placed him with the Giants. The Giants have a lot of interest in him. Okay. I, I've really heard nothing else about him. I, I don't know what it, his numbers are. I mean, his numbers are really really impressive. Yeah. He's the KBO MVP in 2022. I mean, the dude the dude can play. Right. Um Super high OBP, a lot of walks, not a lot of strikeouts. 
he's only 25. Like he seems like he should be a guy that more teams are talking about. It's been quiet. So the only team I've heard mentioned is the Giants. I'll take the Giants. I don't yeah. I don't know what to make of him. Yeah. All right. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. This is an interest. The outfielders, I think, are hard too. They are. I feel like they could kind of go anywhere. They don't have specific, you know, you could go to corners. But where do you think Gurriel signs? I, I think the D-backs would make a hard push to keep him. I think he wants to stay there. I've heard rumors of the Marlins. I've heard rumors of the Twins. But again, like the Twins then are saying they're not going to do much. Right. Um, I think Gurriel is going to end up in, in Miami or Arizona. Okay. And I feel like Arizona would be crazy to let him go. I agree with that one too. Um, and I, I think mean, he wants to be there. Yeah, I, I agree, especially after the year they just had. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of with you there. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he ends up in Miami with his brother. It would That'd make be- a lot of sense, yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think he goes to the I think he stays with the D backs. I think they re sign him. Again, <laughs> Dodgers when they don't get Otani. I mean, Morgan, yeah, it's he might be a consolation prize to somebody. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't know. I Again, it all comes down to that, right? It really does. Like teams are banking on winning the Otani sweepstakes and then they'll fill in their roster according to what happens. Yeah. Um, and it will change in the entire offseason for everybody once he's found a home. Yep. Yeah, agree. Um, but I think ultimately Gurriel stays in Arizona because they're not going to have a shot at Otani. So they're, you know, depends on if they can sign another outfielder at some point, but. I think he stays in Arizona. I don't really see him anywhere else either, to be honest. No, I, I don't. I struggle to think that there's a huge market for Gurriel. Yeah. So, all right. And in the same breath here, Teoscar Hernandez. You can have his 260 strikeouts this year. And, I mean, I don't know what his power numbers were off the top of my head, but, I mean, I think he led the AL in strikeouts. I think he led the world in strikeouts. He 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 yeah. he looks like a Yankee. Yeah, I mean for sure. Oh God, no. Morgan! I hope Otani goes villain and goes to the Astros. Could Ooh, you imagine? No. Could you imagine? Oh my goodness! I'd probably stop watching baseball if that happened. I don't even know what to do at that point. Yikes! Goodness. All right, I'm gonna let you take a stab at Hernandez. Where's he going? So I can be wrong first. Yep. <laughs> I, uh, I've heard a lot of reports that the Red Sox are going to trade Verdugo and to use that to fill the second base gap, which means you got an outfield spot open. They've liked Teoscar Hernandez for a long time. I could see, I could see Teoscar Hernandez ending up in Boston. I could see him ending up with the Giants. I could see him ending up with the Diamondbacks if Gurriel Jr. moves on. I feel like Teoscar Hernandez's market is solely dependent on somebody else's movement. Um, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say, because I think Gurriel stays and I think Bellinger stays. I feel like Teoscar Hernandez probably ends up somewhere like Boston because they're going to trade Verdugo, which I hate. And we're going to get him as a consolation prize. All right. Yeah. I mean, 
because I, I just I struggle to see a guy like Solaire be able to play outfield in Boston. I just I think he's going to be the best of your options. Yeah, I I don't have the slightest clue or idea where this guy is going to end up. Nope. Um, if I had to take a stab in the dark, I think I'm going to go Cardinals. The whole oh, all right. The, the whole Tyler O'Neill thing is I, I don't know what that is. I don't know. Yeah, we never really got at there's no like conclusion to that story, right? Not really, <laughs> other than you know, Marmol and him didn't really see eye to eye. So it's just I don't know. Tay Oscar will pair well with Baez in Detroit. <laughs> you, you ain't you ain't running there. That's uh that would be two black holes next to each other in the lineup. Oh, I can't even imagine. But I, I think the I think the Mariners will talk to him i just don't think they love him he's he's one of those guys who is he's too talented to not get a job but he's not talented enough where there's going to be a big market for him like he's going to be somebody's second choice agree yeah i don't i just i don't know I, it's 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 interesting he had 26 home runs this year um yeah so I mean, not terrible. 211 strikeouts. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, he's, he's the guy that he kind of teases you with these moments. Yeah, that's a lot. And he hit 258. So not like stellar, but I don't know. He's All right. Good enough. He's going to land somewhere, but he's going to be somebody's second choice. Agree. All right. Reese Hoskins coming off an ACL. Um, I... I'm going to go here with Reese Hoskins. Brewers. All right. I could see that. <laughs> Morgan, I'm with you. I think Hoskins goes probably one of two places. He's going to go somewhere obscure. He's going to go to the Rockies. He's going to go to the Angels. He's going to go somewhere obscure. He's going to sign a short deal, one, maybe two years, maybe one year with an option. He's going to show the fact he can still play and and then bail and go somewhere more serious. So, I mean, flip a coin. I'll take the Rockies. Yeah, give the Rockies some love, Harrison. I love that pick. Let's go. He's going to go somewhere random. And, I, I mean, literally, I am just throwing it out there. Brewers, I think, is a good one. I think I can see the Brewers. I can see the Twins. I really like the idea of him going to the Guardians. I don't think the Guardians are going to do much this offseason. I just don't think they're going to. Yeah. But I think he'd be a good veteran to kind of fill in with a younger team. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think Morgan's yeah. right. He's going to try to be Bellinger this year. He's going to, yeah. he's trying to rehabilitate his career, showing the fact that after the big injury, he can still play. I I love that comparison because yeah. he has the potential to do that too. Lucas Giolito, I believe he ends up in a Red Sox uniform because what's better than a guy that has a three point five career ERA, a guy that has a four point five career ERA? So <laughs> that's that's my thoughts there. So, uh, I, I feel like Giolito ends up somewhere irrelevant. Well, it just said Shohei may seek contract with exceedingly high average annual salary, but shorter years. Uh, not a bad idea. Yeah. You know, go so. max out, I guess, but right. Um, Anyways. I, I feel like, I feel like Giolito could go to, I could, I could see him with the Mets. I could yeah. see him with the Red Sox. I could see him potentially with like a, um, like in Arizona, 
I could see him somewhere on the West Coast with one of those teams, Dodgers, Giants, Padres, who needs a pitcher. Um, the Red Sox have long loved this guy. I'm going to say the Red Sox. I'm going to say the Red Sox. I think he could end up somewhere else just as easily, but I'll go Red Sox. Okay. Uh, Whit Merrifield. This could be that second base hole the Red Sox are looking for. Um, could he re sign in Toronto with, you know, the question marks with Kevin Biggio, like his whole career? What are your thoughts on him? He's, I feel like he's going to be a guy who's going to have some options. I think second base is a tough spot to fill in this league. There's not a lot of great second basemen. Um, I think the Red Sox are absolutely going to kick the tires on him and talk to him. I think that there's going to be a number of teams in the West Coast that have similar conversations with him. Um, I had I originally had liked the idea of him coming to Boston. I, I think that I think that if the Red Sox really don't think they can salvage Tim Anderson, they go to Whit Merrifield. I think the Red Sox think they can salvage Tim Anderson. Whit Merrifield ends up going somewhere else. In my scenario, where they do think they can salvage him, I think Whit Merrifield ends up going somewhere like. Anaheim or the Giants or he he's gonna land out west somewhere. Yeah. Um I don't have a great I don't have a great spot for him. Okay. So I'll go I'll go Angels. I don't know. Okay. Perfect. I, I really I really have no idea where he's gonna go. Yeah. Uh I feel like I have Red Sox on here a lot, but I really do think that he could fit um with second base being a question mark right now. Um, and I don't really have another place for him other than going back to Toronto. So yep. just for the sake of not being a homer, I think he just re-signs with the Jays. Yeah. And another team that I actually, I heard rumors of is that the athletics were interested in him. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize the A's signed anybody. So yeah. Right. Crazy. All right. This okay. is an interesting one. Uh, Yimer Condelario. I think if Torres moves in the offseason, I think he ends up in New York. That's where I think Candelario might end up going. That's my guess there. I can see that. I I think, again, I think Candelario's home is going to be dictated by other people. Um, I, I think he, I, I like him in Chicago. Yeah, I think he's, a, I I think he's a good fit there. If Chapman goes somewhere else, I could see Arizona going after him. Um, again, he's a, Durable guy, good option. I can see the Blue Jays going after him as the backfield for Chapman because mm. I think he's a slightly different player than Chapman is. Yep. Um, you know, he he got up to a great start with the Cubs, then he kind of faltered. So I, I'm going to go. I'm I'm going to say that in in what I've laid out, I think Candelario ends up in with the Blue Jays because everybody else's position is filled. Okay, I don't mind that pick at all. All right. Um. Since I have not picked a single player to stay with their current team <laughs> other than Lourdes Gurriel Jr., I'm going to say that the Orioles re-signed Jack Flaherty. Um, there are rumors about the Rays making a splash for, or making a splash for him. I mean, I would love the Red Sox to make a, a run at him. I think he could be a hot commodity. I mean, he came to Baltimore and pitched pretty well for them. He did. He was uh, good for them. He really but he's was. he's injury. He's injured a lot. So we'll yes. see, we'll see what happens with him. He's an interesting one. But what are your thoughts on Jack Flaherty? Yeah, he's not going to go anywhere where he's the guy. 
you know, he's going to be just another guy in the, in the rotation. I think yeah. he's a depth player. I think teams like the Twins are going to kick the tires on him. I think the Red Sox kick the tires on him. The Orioles will kick the tires on him. The Cardinals will talk about bringing him back. Um, I've heard a lot of talk about the Angels. You know, they're going to try to go grab him and try to build around him, which makes no sense to me. I like him staying with the Orioles. I agree with you. I think I think he'll stay put. Okay. But I do think a guy like him who's a, you know, kind of a high ceiling guy will get a lot of phone calls. Yeah. I agree. All right. So like I said, there is a, there's a lot more free agents that um, we could have covered tonight. There's so many. It's crazy. Just kind of started with those. Um, But yeah, I think we're going to see it the first week of December winter meetings is going to be absolutely insane with the trade talks with Soto and all of that. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that could happen. So one player I want to ask you about, Nick, Justin yep. Turner. We, we've kicked around the idea of Justin Turner leaving the Red Sox, going back to the Dodgers. Yeah. I, I've heard a, there's been a lot of conversation about a guy like Justin Turner going to the Cubs, um, maybe going to the Brewers. He's going to be kind of like a bat for hire this offseason. Yep. Same, uh, same with think, Adam Duvall. Yep. So Turner, I could honestly see going to a place like maybe Seattle. Just yeah. kind of DHing there, maybe yeah. back on the West Coast. Um, what was the other name you just said? Uh, you had it, uh, Turner Duvall. Oh, Duvall. I think he goes back to the Braves or the Marlins. He's gonna somewhere over there. Um, the one of the, one or two of these guys is gonna end up on the Mets. It's just inevitable. But I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think Duvall goes back to the Braves, and I think maybe Turner ends up in a place like Seattle. You know, somewhere they could possibly compete. Um, but yeah, I think ultimately that's where Turner could go is is the Mariners. That that would be my guess for Justin yeah. Turner. There's so many good depth players out there on this free agent list. It'll be interesting to see where they all land. Yeah. So I agree. All right. So yeah. Morgan, thanks for chiming in there and like definitely giving us different thoughts and looks on that because that was I mean, it's good to hear like other people's perspectives on where they're going to go and possibly like that. So it's, it's going to be wild, but it all depends on one dude, which is absolutely insane. It really is. But I mean, so you've, so we made 23 picks, Nick, if each one of us gets like five of those, right. I'd be shocked. Uh, I I'll be, (laughs) I'll be shocked if I get one, right. So there it is. This, this is one of those few off season where, where there's like no clear movement. Like no. there's, there's going to be, there's going to be signings where we go, where'd that come from? Yep. Yeah. Whoever has the, the most money pretty much is what it's yeah. going to come down to. It's going to so, be wild. Interesting. All right. So we have some other things that we're going to try to cover here real quick as we splice these three shows together here. Um, goodness gracious. So managerial hires front office news, Ron Washington takes the job in Anaheim. Um, Love Ron Washington, but good freaking luck, dude. I, yeah, that place is more. I have nothing to say about the Angels other no, than Ron Washington luck. is a great baseball guy. That is a bad baseball town. Yeah, bad I, baseball organization. It, it's he did not he couldn't cut it as a manager in other places. I don't see this being a good fit for him either. Yeah, I don't. And his like, and it just it and his legacy. It's just going to get all screwed up because of it. I mean, you're not going to say no to go manage Mike Trout. 
if he doesn't no. move in the offseason. But right. But who else is going to be out there? Yeah. No. Like no you one. got nothing to work with out there. The freaking cupboard is bare. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Diamondbacks extend Tori Lavulo through the 2026 season. I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, not I mean, a huge commitment, though. Not a huge commitment, but he took that team, and they definitely overperformed, and he's a huge part of the reason why. He knew how to manage that club. He had a great pulse on them, um, and the Diamondbacks are going to be fun to watch for a few years here to come. So, Well, and we about talked about you know the impact that Bochy had on the Rangers. Lavulo had a big impact on that D-backs team yep. for sure. Absolutely. Um, Don Mattingly is considered to replace Craig Council in Milwaukee, which, you know what? That could be a really good fit for them, I think. I thought Don Mattingly was all in on like that Nashville thing. I think he still is. I think he's one of like the, um, I don't know, not principal owners, but like he's kind of like helping funding it or whatever. Um, He's giving credibility. Yeah, he's on that team or whatever, but. Yeah, he's being considered for it. Other than that, I haven't really heard of who could replace. Well, you know, them I, as the... I still love the reaction from the Brewers. Like, are you messing with me? You're going to the you're going to the Cubs, right? Um, yeah, I haven't heard of any other candidates that. No, nothing to um, this point. Yeah. Jason um, Veritek came out and said he wants to manage, even if even if it's not in Boston. Oh, did he say that? Yeah. There was a, it was a quote either yesterday or today. Dang. Um, what else do I got here? The Mets aren't planning on filling their general manager position, which is yeah, I saw crazy that. To me. It strange. I sure. I guess the you know the president will just do it all. I guess at that point. I mean, it's it's yeah. I mean, and the these titles, you know general manager you know president of baseball operations chief baseball officer whatever they want to call themselves i mean they're all kind of the same general role but it's uh it's funny to have a president of baseball ops and nobody in that general manager seat underneath them so that means the president of baseball ops has got to run basically the entire front office all of the scouting all of the minor leagues all the game day ops all it's it's like how are you going to do that all yeah I mean, it doesn't matter. The Mets are going to be a disaster for a while. So, yeah. Um, and the Padres are still trying to narrow down their managerial candidates. They got four now because Phil Nevin has entered the chat and so has Benji Gill. So, where did Phil Nevin come from? From just out of left field like, ever since he got let go in Anaheim. I didn't think there's any suitors for him. Yep. Well, I mean, of course, San Diego would be. So, that team is such a mess. You you need a you need a veteran experienced you need like a Buck Show Walter out there to get that group in line. Yeah, something. But I although mean, it I didn't work in New York with Buck, so maybe Buck's I not the guy, just, but yeah, I was just gonna say, but somebody like that possibly, but I don't know. We'll see. Let's ship the Red Sox should ship him them Alex Cora. Let him <sighs> go figure it out. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I got nothing for that guy, but yeah, right. so it was, it was an article today, Nick. Mm-hmm. Basically, Jason Veritek said he's willing to leave the organization to manage if an opportunity comes up. And that the, and that the opportunity to talk with the Giants was good for him to get outside of the Red Sox organization and talk to other people. I hate that. So Veritek wants to manage. He's basically now on record saying he wants to manage, and he will go somewhere else if he has to. Uh, so is that Jason Veritek saying, hey, I'm open, 
and want to manage? Or is that Jason Veritex telling the Red Sox, hey, I'm going to manage. If you want me, move fast. Yeah. I think it's a combo of both, to be I honest. Think so. Yeah. I, I would love to see Cora go bye-bye and move Veritek into that seat. Thousand percent. I will help Cora pack his bags. Let's go. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Let's rattle off a couple trivia questions here um, for the reels. So here we go. Wee. Who's the only player to hit a walk-off inside the park Grand Slam? Oh, my goodness. Walk off inside the park, Grand Slam. Yeah. How recent was it? I would say sixties. He's my he's my ultimate favorite player. Willie Mays. Nope. <laughs> um, oh boy. Right fielder. Right fielder. Pirates. Pirates. Oh goodness. Back in that era it was uh Stargill Mazeroski. Yeah, who was the right fielder? I know. I um uh clemente yes roberto i was like clemente. my goodness I've, I've hit every position but right field <laughs> yep yep roberto clemente that's crazy walk off inside the park grand slam pretty cool that's All impressive right. next one which pitcher had the most games with 15 or more strikeouts in his career oh boy modern era or older we've seen him pitch oh okay very dominant Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. 29. Wow. 29 games with 15 yeah, or more strikeouts. A stat like that, I, th- I immediately think of Johnson, Clemens, Pedro Martinez, and Bob Gibson. Those are the four guys that immediately come yep. to mind. Yep. And they were probably one, two, three, four. They, on they, the probably, they probably yeah. were. There's <laughs> yeah. probably all of them up there. All right. This one requires a little bit of thinking because you got to know which players played for both teams here. So here we go. Yeah. Name the first three players who homered for both the New York Mets and the New York Yankees in the postseason. Oh, boy. Ventura? Nope. Mets and Yankees. Oddly enough, they're all left-handed hitters. Of course they are, because that short porch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cano. No, good guess. But oh, man. Robinson Cano. One was did, in the eighties. Did Granderson play for both? Yes, Curtis Granderson is one. Okay, yeah. all right. One was in the eighties, huh? Yeah, eighties, early nineties. Strawberry. Daryl Strawberry. Yep. Okay, and the Darryl last Strawberry. one, you don't really think of him as a Yankee or a Met, most of his career was somewhere else in the AL East. Oh man. <laughs> plays, plays, fir- plays first base. Oh. Wore a helmet in the field. Oh, John Olerud. John Olerud, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think of Olerud as a Yankee at all. Yankee or Met. I mean, a little bit I mean, more. I remember him than... with the Mets, but yeah, right. I think of the, it's Blue Jays and Mets. That's all I remember. Yep, exactly. So it's pretty crazy. All right, the last level rude, most oh, underrated yeah. guy ever. Yeah, absolutely. He had that like Luis Arise type season where oh, he was yeah. chasing 400 for a while and then kind of tailed off. But that yeah. dude did everything in slow motion. It all just looked, it was just all effortless. Uh, yeah, so fun to watch. All right, last one I got t- this week. Can you name the first two players to hit six grand slams in a single season? Well, the first one I knew immediately, Mattingly. 
Yep. Because he, he hit all of his career Grand Slams, I think, in one season. Yeah, that <laughs> is so funny because it's like Grand Slams in Mattingly's career. It's like zero 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 six zero 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 zero. I don't think he hit. They're all in one season, which is the craziest yep. thing ever. Yep. Don Mattingly. So six of the season, my immediate gut reaction after that goes to Robin Ventura, who hit a ton of Grand Slams. Yeah. Um, and then you had two other guys who had a bunch of Grand Slam that you hit Grand Slams in bunches, which were Jim Tomey and Travis Hafner. Yeah. But it's it's Travis Hafner. Yep. Yep. So that's pretty crazy. Six Grand Slams in a season. How about two Although, in the same game? Yeah, right. Although Royce Lewis was pretty close to it in about two Jeez. weeks this year. Yeah, that he was, finished with what five on the season? I think so, and he had like four in a week and a half. Oh my! Every night it was like, oh, grand slam, oh, grand slam. I mean, how many? How many? The funny part is, is like when you look at some of these guys, how many chances do they have in their life to hit a grand slam? Yeah. Like, what's that conversion rate? Right. You know, with Royce Lewis was like a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Which just doesn't happen. Yeah. All right, we're gonna wrap up this absolute debacle of a show this week, and um, our technical difficulty filled show. Oh man, my goodness, that was crazy! All right, so we are going to discuss Dylan Cease has been announced to be on the trade block. So I mean, I feel like the White Sox are gonna tear this thing to the ground. They have to. Yeah, I, I would not mind Dylan Cease, boy, in my rotation. I but don't again, care what team you root for. Just having that dude in your rotation just makes it better. Yeah, and if he gets traded, that changes all of those picks again. Yep. <laughs> that dude. That dude is he is nasty. Although last year was not his best year, so it's not the best time to trade him. But I mean, if you're in, if you're in an organization like that, how could you get motivated to go out and pitch for that team? You don't. Like you, you, you don't. can't. I, I don't care. You, what. you hate life at that point. Yeah, it's. It's, it would be really hard for me to get up for that. I it's don't. Like, it's, it's like, how does Mike Trout do that year after year? Like, get ready to go play for a team you know isn't going to win. Because, like, this might not be a popular opinion, but he doesn't care. Yeah, maybe not. But, I, I, you well, know, like, think of the he, trivia you had you had a few weeks ago. You know, Ernie Banks, only guy to never make never make a playoff appearance. Right. How do you get up every day, go out there and and play hard, knowing that you've got zero chance of ever seeing the postseason? Yeah. I don't, I don't, it's crazy. I don't get it. Um, interesting here. Trevor Bauer's agent is talking to some MLB teams. So we could possibly see Trevor Bauer in the MLB reports were that he was scouted and he got clocked at 99.4. So he's still bringing it. Um, it would be interesting to see where he goes. Now, does he do kind of like an Aroldis Chapman and like sign with the Royals and get his feet wet back in the league and then maybe gets traded or, you know, yep. only gets a one or two year deal with an opt out and, you know, tries to go that way? Um, what are your what are your thoughts on that? Do we see Trevor Bauer in the MLB next year? I've been I've been saying for two years, this guy's gotten hosed and robbed of his prime. I definitely think you see him back in MLB. And the first time you we had this whole thing blow up on us, Nick, and I was in the in the studio by myself for a little while. Morgan and I went back and forth on the Bauer thing for a few minutes. Um, he wants to see him go back to the Dodgers and pick up where he left off. I don't think the Dodgers will get back on that train. <laughs> I no, think they've had enough of it. You know, they were arguably complicit in getting him out of baseball. Yeah. Um, but I could see him landing in a place like Houston or Texas or Anaheim or the Twins or 
the Marlins on like a, a short-term incentive-laden contract, kind of a, a prove-it kind of deal. Show us you're still that guy, and you know we'll get you, we'll, we'll we'll let you earn your money. But that if you bring this guy back, so last year his fastball velocity was up over a mile per hour from where he was in, in the league. Granted, a year or two off does that for you, right? Um, his his breaking stuff was as sharp as ever, and he after his first few starts that were kind of, that were kind of bumpy, he was like almost unhittable. The dude still has ridiculously good stuff. And if you give that guy the opportunity to go on a revenge tour, he's going to shove it up everybody's hoo-ha the yeah. whole year because he's going to just be determined to show Major League Baseball that you did me wrong, and I'm going to remind you of that. Yep. He's that's a, definitely that type of persona. That that's totally a motivated do. dude. Yep. I agree. thousand percent. So I, I do. I, is he back in MLB? Absolutely. Where does he go? No idea. But there's going to be some teams that are absolutely going to look at bringing him in. Yeah, I agree. I think he ends up, like I said, somewhere like Oakland, Kansas City, like some team that's like desperate for an arm. Yep. Uh, Red Sox. I mean, like it's, it's somewhere that they just need an extra arm. I mean, he's... they have nothing to lose by signing him. Nope. No way. I, somebody's going to, some, I mean, Morgan's point was, you know, everybody already hates the Astros. Why not just send them there? Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. No, I don't think the Astros care, but you know he's going to have to rehabilitate his image. But you give that dude an incentive-laden contract and the opportunity to go on a revenge tour. Look out, he'll he'll go win you twenty games, and he will. You want to see? Wait till he strikes out, guys. You know, poster child guys. Wait right. to see the antics on the mound. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. It will be nuts. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I have is. Obviously, Corbin Carroll and Gunnar Henderson win Rookie of the Year. There's no debate that it's these Zero. two guys. I mean, Zero. they won this by a landslide, and there's no room for debate. Sorry nope. about it. But, yeah, it, that's that was, those, that was the easiest voting ever. For sure. I mean, both of them should have won it unanimously. I don't yep. know if they did or not, but they should have. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways... That's all I have for tonight after all of that. Do you have anything to add on top of that? No, I think we I think we hit it. I, I think that I think we're gonna learn a lot in the next few weeks about how this offseason is gonna play out. There's indications that Otani is ready to pick somebody. He wants to sign soon to get that out of the way. And he also wants to begin to help recruiting to recruit other players there too. So I think once the Shohei decision is made. The rest of the offseason becomes a lot more clear. Until then, I have no idea what the hell is going to happen. Yeah, I am with you. We're just waiting for that shoe to drop finally. Yep. So, all right. Well, thanks for watching. Thanks for chiming in. Thanks for sticking with us through all that technical difficulty. Um, please make sure you like, subscribe, share our podcast. You can listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And we will be back on, hopefully with less technical difficulties, next Monday at 8 p.m. See you then. See ya.